Soft chimes ring in the background, gradually morphing into a playful, childlike melody, signaling the start of another unique episode. Hello, hello, Reality Issues family. This is your favorite narrator, retired President Obama with the Chaos Emeralds, back with another adventure of the mind and spirit. Today we're stepping into episode 65, season six, episode three, part B. Hold on to your hats, folks, because we've got a menu of intriguing topics coming your way. Do you remember when your online role models felt like extended family? Those YouTube personalities, Twitch streamers, or heck, even podcast hosts like Kathy and Brian? Well, today we're diving deep into the complex relationships we form with our online personalities. It's gonna be a wild ride down the rabbit hole of digital kinship. And speaking of rides, remember the roller coaster of emotions that was childhood? We'll also be jumping into the time capsule back to our younger days to discuss none other than cooties. Oh yes. We're breaking down that age-old, scientifically ambiguous concept and how it played a role in our social education. And while we're looking back, let's talk about child lore. Those folk tales, songs, and games that we learned from our peers. You know, the very essence of children teaching children. It's a fascinating topic that often goes unnoticed, but shapes us in ways we can't even fathom. So go grab your favorite snack, might I suggest some cootie-free cookies, and settle in for another mind-expanding journey with Kathy and Brian. As always, thank you for your love, your energy, and most importantly, your curiosity. The melody rises to a jubilant note before gradually quieting down, signifying that the real journey is about to begin. song for us yeah i have to come over here and share my screen where is it there it is i like that i don't have to accept that
So. Well, the rest. Huh? That was just the rest of the album. <laughs> but we're not listening to the whole album. Although you can, one can, if one really wants to. It is a great album. Yeah. No. I. I. I may. I need something like that. I've been playing. Uh, Starfield. I've been playing it pretty much since it came out. I did take a a, a, a self-mandated eight-hour sleep break. Oh, good. I didn't even barely sleep the night before because I was reading about it. But um, yeah. So that that soundtrack will fit in as I play the game. That's I I like to play all my games pretty much as podcast games, or uh, other words, otherwise listening to something as I'm kind of doing something with my hands. I think GTA Online works so well, but Starfield will fit the bill. <sighs> it is September 1st. So, Kathy, I'm mm-hmm. online. You're online. We met online. We're having the show mm-hmm. on the internet, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And... Although we have met in person, mm-hmm. it doesn't even, well, actually, now that we met in person, this doesn't really feel like an online friendship or anything like that anymore, but. No, but so like, so like uh, for context for our listeners, we were having a discussion about a strange interaction I had recently mm-hmm. um, with, uh, with, with a long story short, someone who uh i recognized online after a long time of not recognizing them yes or uh, of having not seen them online uh so so you know this is how this goes on new platforms and things of that sort and uh a, a variety of things like when you see a facebook friend that like oh i don't remember that person seeing them on facebook before and even though even if they had been right you just are like oh whatever Another friend from middle school. <laughs> Those were never allowed on my list, but I, I was well. See, I, I was okay with some of them. I was like, they seem chill, whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't mind looking at pictures of their cats or their children oh. or their new crafting thing. Like, you're you know, if it got kind, out of line, they would get blocked or whatever. You're a much kinder person than I me, I can't even. I can't even do that. Look, if their kids are selling cookies, I'd rather buy it from them. Why not? I have a lot to learn from you. Yes. You know. <laughs> but anyway. Like I said, but there's also a low tolerance for bullshit is what I'm yes, getting at. Yes, right? yes, yes. The moment they ask me if I want in on their legging business, I'm out. <laughs> they're out, actually. They're out. It's like, boop, no, sorry. I don't know what happened. We weren't that close, so don't ask me that shit. I'm glad I was recording that. I had to check. There's a difference between commenting and lying on your Facebook page about how cute your new baby is. And there's another about, like, you out of nowhere asking me to babysit your child. Like, I haven't spoken to you in 15 years, so why would I do that? Yeah, it seems irresponsible as a parent to make that choice. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, it's not like I was soliciting my babysitting services online. Hey, everyone, just FYI, I'm really great at this, right? Like, yeah. so if that happened, I'd be like, block. Never happened. I'm just saying, like, yeah. if it did, like, if my cousin did it, yeah, thumbs up, of course. Yeah, right, like, different. Yeah. That that makes sense to me. <laughs> oh no, babysitter canceled at the last minute. Yeah, no, totally. Bring her over, NBD. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, but 
So yeah, yeah, don't let this become a habit. It'll be all right. Like just I know there the dog. That's the key. So yeah, anyone like, anyone can do it for a certain amount of time. Yeah. No, that that's kind of what I mean, right? Like yeah. just wait. Yeah, but it's like, you know, but even for my loved ones, I'm like, are you sure you want me to take your child? Yeah. I would say this. I would have the same reaction. Like, I, like, oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I could do it. They'll be fine. But like I'm are like, you sure it's me that you I'm like, want doing this? I guess it depends this? on the age. I'm like, do you like are they old enough to play PlayStation? Yeah, exactly. How about that? How about that? Are you can gonna, they like, sit in front of a PlayStation for two to four hours with me? And if they can, is that going to be a good? Like, can I order them a pizza? Like, yeah, is their that... teens, they're going to love that shit. If yeah. they're younger than that, mm -mm, yeah, it's exactly. same. Yeah. It's same. So. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, well, we were, oh yeah, online uh, right, online friends, online so. friends. Um. Well, you were saying, and I guess this yeah. gets into the whole. I guess this gets into this whole concept of catfishing and getting catfished, Truly. even right. I mean, it's to connect this to the concept of reality TV and how yeah. people present themselves, right? Like, uh, yeah, I've seen most of that show. It's terrifying. The thing is, is and that's in, like in a certain way, right? Like, uh, it, it, like something about the internet that reveals us and masks us in the same way, in the sense that, like, the reason that I suspected that the person I was talking to wasn't the person I actually knew was because their writing style, should I say, their speaking style, yes, was completely different, and they yeah. like, um. Uh, I I had encountered at one point a person that I thought was impersonating the individual that I thought I knew. So it wasn't a catfish exactly, um, but I knew something was up because it was like I thought I was going crazy, right? Because it's like uh, it was the online equivalent of walking up to someone you actually know and then, then not recognizing you. Wow, um, yeah, that would be like you know, a Twilight like, Zone moment. Yeah. So like, so like, here's one, right? Like, like, regardless of where one has been posting, regardless. Yes. Right. Like, bodybuilding forums or uh, classic car forums or woodworking forums or uh, this particular corner of Pinterest or whatever. Right. Memes develop, catchphrases develop, um, in speak develops. Yeah. Um, Even for Facebook jokes. pages like Chonky Cats and stuff like that, there's little things in there that are only specific to them. Absolutely. Dog spotting, right? Becomes 100%. a whole thing, right? So if you ever are part of a niche community online and for some reason you happen to meet someone else who chives on out go. in the wild, let's say, uh, there's some stupid catchphrase associated with that that identifies you as, oh, you're on there too. Um, this has happened to me in the reverse where, um, alumni of my ridiculous school also talk in a particular kind of jargon. And so when you I see or hear one right online, you can go, Hey, I know you. <laughs> you're one of me. Yeah. I've, uh, knowing in context what you're talking about and then having met a couple of, uh, the people that you're referring to, I understand what you're talking about now. Um, You've probably seen us interact, even. Like, yeah, it's like you're watching. It's, it's like talking in code. I like, can see. So. I saw some magical things. I was very. It, it was. It was very special. 
And uh, so, but that's what posting online in any niche community is, right? If you're always on the knitting forums, you develop a certain memes, certain, right? There's going to be a certain cat, not just any cat. It's going to be this particular cat meme that is like, oh, like means something in that community. And so if you were to suddenly find another one of those posters that you thought you knew because they had been posting on this particular forum for so long and you walked up to them and were like, hey, check out this cat meme. Yeah. And they completely were like, who are you? I'd what like, cat meme? What are you talking about? Yeah. I was like, have I have I made it? Is it just someone with the exact same avatar and the exact same combination of funny catchphrases strung together? Could yeah. there really be more than one Weed Lord Boner Hitler out there in the world? Really? But really with the same avatar? No, I mean, I, I made that one up. Actually, right? that because is someone that really I really commonly I'm, I'm, named. I, I am Mufos with someone named that. <laughs> you see, well, that that also came out from the GOP printer. I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg. <laughs> Um, Everyone was just shoving things into the GOP printer in funny combinations to come up with names, and anybody could go on there. That's right. And Weed Lord Boner Hitler was only one of the papers on the printer that got stuck. It caused, like, a paper jam or something, and it was on the screen for, like, a long time. There were a few other ones, like the, the wow. Bruce Dackler was another one of their, those names that got stuck on the printer at some point. So it just, so a lot of people, like you could probably go back. Watch, let's, let, let's, uh, well, let's, let's go back into time. Yeah. Here, watch. I remember this. I remember that. The GOP printer. Okay. Yeah. Now watch, let me share. Screen. When was that? Oh, I have no idea. I do remember it, though. I remember, like, laughing at it and uh, tracking it, you know. Yeah. Don't worry. I, I'm not reading any of that. No one. Just, that That was the... Uh, There's nothing. Uh, th those There's nothing on screen. <laughs> those were publicly available campaign okay, finance. <laughs> made available to the public through Sunshine Portals. I, I All I saw was a timeline <laughs> here it is november 17th 2020, 2012 uh, 2012 2012 2012 is the earlier earliest this is i guess uh, a a bit of footage from 2012 <laughs> of the printer <laughs> Bug horse, I think. His children. That's what that one said. <laughs> That's my name. I was. I was a <laughs> boner junk monkey. I was a. Uh... Uh, that was. <laughs> so for, for folks who may not remember, um, the GOP printer was a uh, <laughs> something that went viral in 2012. And in 2012, the there is the I don't know 
the, the Norfolk Republican College Republican. Oh, I just. I don't know. I invented that. That's one of that. our Twitter friends right there that was in the list. I just. No, there's so many. See, so oh what gosh. happened was that they the, this this conservative printer was trying to get a viral interaction, and they were saying like. We college conservatives, I think is what it was. I have no recollection, but it was like some group of conservative GOPers. They were like, we want to repeal some state law and we want you to join our ranks. And so what they did was they uh, connected a printer to a hashtag. And if you like emailed or hashtag, I don't know exactly how it worked. You would say, I want this, and you would sign your name, and so and that was it. And so you could literally name your sign, sign your name as anything. They didn't put any word filters on there. You didn't have to sign up with an email or anything. Like, uh, it, it, again, they were trying to be like, yeah, we're trying to get people to do it. And so anybody could go in there, and so everyone just started going like, piss baby boner pants. <laughs> And, and let me paint a word picture for us. Um, Bruce Dackler. Uh, <laughs> so basically, there's just a, a printer with a couple other stacks. You can tell of like already printed out names and stuff in the printer is just constantly spitting out. The music was a nice touch. It, it's constantly spitting out more and more names as the, we were going through. It's um, Go check it out. I'm sure there's tons of footage of it on YouTube or whatever. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, people have been, ref if you make a Twitter search of Bruce Dackler, you will see mm -hmm. constant, like, references to it. No, Rare. nobody has ever stopped. It's in the, it's in the consciousness. Rare Bruce Dacklers. Um, so, so, so yeah. you know, so yeah. this, this is also why the, those types of things were, were, um, uh, possible right because the, this is even like kind of the concept of internet swarms right it's literally mm. saying like well if we all name ourselves bruce dackler one and bruce dackler 12 and bruce dackler 69 420 and we all have a bean dog avatar or we all have the same anime avatar or we all have the same an anime avatar of a baseball dressed as a kitten or a kitten dressed as a baseball or whatever other perverse combinations of whatever things they come up with, yeah. right? It doesn't really matter. Like the, It's part of like what makes the swarm funny, right? People have been swarming online for I don't know how long. It's part of the like fun of like online. Right? Yeah, so, like, it was the basis of what people did on SA for a long time. Can't do it now. But, the, but you know, no. that, that's why those memes go viral, right? So if everyone is Bruce Dackler and I, and I one day interact with a guy who's, I say guy, one day I interact with an account who uh, is named Bruce Dackler42069. And uh, they have an avatar that is, um, I don't know, Bugs Bunny. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I spend some time posting with this individual for, I don't know, five years in the posting mines. And then one day on a brand new platform, I see Bruce Dackler... 8008135 or what however boobies upside down is spelled right right so not not the same string of numbers but it is the exact same bugs bunny avatar and i think to myself whoa this must be the same exact bruce dackler 69420 
but maybe Bruce Dackler 69420 was already taken over here. So they were forced to now become Bruce Dackler 8008I1345. I don't know how to spell boobies. I'm going to see how many times you can say Bruce Dackler in this episode. <laughs> so I talked to both of these individuals and neither of them recognized me. Is, is Am I insane? No. Is there another? Is, am I am I doomed to be trapped in some kind of Borges-like short story where every Bruce Dackler string of numbers, I'm doomed to walk up to them yeah, or and like, go, "Are you Bruce Dackler from four twenty sixty nine of two thousand and twelve, or are you the Bruce Dackler from Blue Sky of twenty twenty three? Are you the Bruce Dackler of no, the for, Sims? Exactly, and we're completely." losing i think this is gonna i mean it's gonna Lead happen. touch on reality i'm insane right? no 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 it's not about it's not about you this is gonna happen to all of us who use online handles and all this to communicate with a large community especially as things are falling apart through people leaving twitter or you know deleting their accounts or you know self auto banning essentially by telling some politician to fuck off or whatever but like um i think that i think about this all the time there's a guy pretty sure used to talk to a lot um uh about just like the he and i were on the same wavelength of like keeping track of like the bleeding edge of like not just video games but like the modding community and like independent games and stuff like that we both basically treated it like as a full-time job but for fun you know and um as nerds do as we just kept yeah we just kept up about all the latest stuff and and we knew, like, oh, I know. Like, he's going to want to see this. This isn't even something I'm into, but he'll love this. And then we send that back and forth and stuff. And I think um, that, you know, that that kind of, like, back and forth correspondence lasted probably more than a decade. And it started with me watching. It was, a, it was a, you know, someone from the forums. But it was uh, me watching, like, a stream of this really bizarre Japanese game on a shoutcast. This is before Twitch or Justin TV even existed. Mm-hmm. before streaming was like technologically you know commonplace um mm, i'm trying to remember the game it's like a 20 dollar game you get in the united states it was a fantastically strange climate change disaster survival game it was like really okay. crazy about it was about tokyo and this new tokyo megaplex being hit by a huge tsunami or not a tsunami excuse me like a monsoon and being flooded out um and uh, it was supposed to be like a Titanic on land kind of situation. It was very fascinating, very okay. cool. It was it was the, one of the first games ever to have like a survival crafting element, um, even before Minecraft. So I, I okay. want to say the year was probably 2007 or eight, something like that. And I was living it. And you're like, you have no idea what this game is called. And I was like, no, I think it's Max Danger or Maximum Danger. There was it has two names in Japan. It has a translated name, like Action. Something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a PS2 game for sure. Anyway, I'm going to try to look it up. I was trying to Google it earlier as I was thinking of the story. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really good. Um, but One of our nerd friends out there knows exactly what Brian's talking yeah, about, exactly. so please call in. It's a fantastic it's, it's a fantastic game. It's super interesting. We don't have a phone number, but please call yeah. in. 505-557-7932. You can call my old New yeah. Mexico number. I have it. I use it. I use it to get text messages to open my like accounts and stuff. 
uh, like two accounts because I'm too lazy to cancel the phone number. Um, yeah, of course. So you can leave a voicemail there if you want. Okay. Anyway, so I, I, I was thinking about talking about this guy online because uh, it was a relationship or a friendship, you know, over this stuff much like you know you probably have with some other people like for for like a decade but we don't talk now we haven't talked and there was no time where we got mad at each other and stopped talking it's just kind of like we just you know i don't know the communication fell apart and i'm sure i could like message him like tomorrow and pick it back up but it's more about like i guess i brought it up to be like you can we can have these kind of like i don't know how what to call them exactly but the kind of Let's say we weren't talking about online, right? And we were just talking about these friends in context of, I don't know, we're the middle passing school them at work or something or whatever. Friend on Facebook. Yeah. Like, w I don't know say. what the psychology world or what kind of, you know, the analyzation words of, of this would be. Or, or there even know what would this be? This would be more like sociology, I guess. But, like, I don't know what that kind of relationship is. But um, the fact that it can be there and be valued for a decade and then you kind of just slowly fall out of contact and you just kind of don't really mind. But it's not like you're, anything happened. It's, it's a very valuable friendship, but also like, you know, transition. No, that's not the right word. Well, I mean, I think Ephemeral? like... Ephemeral? <laughs> yeah, something about it. Um, I, I think like... Okay, so here's something I personally have never understood, and I don't know if it's just because of because I, you know, I wasn't raised right or whatever. Yeah, right. But I've never really understood like herd mentality. Right. Um, I've never, I don't think ever in my life, uh, actually felt the urge to go out on a girls' night. Yeah, no, I've never. Yeah, right. Like, um, uh. Uh, well, I would be okay with going to, like, let's say, celebrate a friend's birthday party or something. The concept of, like, oh, no, it's just going to be, like, six girls. We're all going to get girled up. And we're going to go, like, just yeah. that. I'm like, that sounds really strange. I don't know why. I'm yeah, like, we're I... not going to, like, I'm like, I don't know. We, some of us have boyfriends. And some, like, we can't just go to, like, why don't we all just go to the movies? Or why don't we go to putt-putt golf? Like, what? I, it just it, do, it doesn't for me click like why that as a thing is necessary or something and yeah. i feel like i'm really like missing out on something well um, like i don't understand sororities i don't understand um yeah. like beyond like actually like oh i need a manicure i don't understand the like uh a beauty salon as social spot yes but i also don't understand that as far as like the Lions Club or the Kiwanis or the Masons either. Like, you know, yes. like, it's not just, like, the gender thing. It's just, like, yeah. um, unless we're, like, actually trying to accomplish something, I don't understand why we would want to do that. Yeah, Vanderpump has a lot of examples of girls' trips and boys' trips going absolutely uh, sideways. And that's not in the reality TV way. This is just, you know, like, 20-year-olds getting a little out of control, uh, making out with people they shouldn't and stuff like that. But, like, I think that that show has so many of them and shows so many examples of what happens not even just in the gendered space but like when you're out of your zone <clears throat> you go to miami you go to mexico or whatever to one of the resorts that they go to and they just like act like a different person they get back and they're themselves again i don't know yeah it's like um let's say this a lot of times characters on that show will not even want to go on the trip and it's clear they don't want to go they want to like 
invent some kind of subplot to keep them in town in LA and not go on the trip, they'll literally say that. They'll say like, I don't want to do this on the show again. Last year's trip was terrible. Like literally say those mm-hmm. words. So you know that's mm-hmm. actually what they're trying to do. Um, it, it, even if, peop- if people in a reality television show such as Vanderpump, where they're going to these beautiful resorts and having everything paid for by the network and all the stuff, you know, to create content and everything. Don't want to do that in a, like a group herd mentality, like all the girls are going here, all the guys, you know, all six of us are going to go to Arrowhead Lake or whatever, like as they do so much. Um, like, if you can resist it at that level, then I don't think that any of us should feel bad for resisting like what we... <clears throat> I don't know. I, I perceive it as like programmed behavior almost in a way. Like I, I don't want well, to do stuff like that. A, Anything that I see it's is not like I'd be opposed, behavior, for example. Well, it's not like I'd be opposed, for example, to spending like a weekend with my pals at a great spot. No, no. Th- I, yes. I just don't see it as like, oh, it's just going to be the gals. I'm like, the gals are going to be doing what? Like drinking daiquiris? If that's all we're going to be doing, like, why can't we all just drink daiquiris? There you go. And that's, like, that's the understand. comment. That is exactly the comment that gets made eventually. And Vanderpump is like, well, why are we having these, not even just a, like a gender, why are like this group of people, like some of the people in the group are male, female friends. Mm-hmm. And now we're like splitting up these friend pairings and stuff to make like, mm-hmm. everyone miserable. Like, yeah, why? Like, why? Why? Why don't we all just ins- it, it, like yeah. we can all just go to the bar? We can all go to a restaurant. Like, what, it's yeah. I don't know. Just it does feel like people create all kinds of unnecessary things. But yeah, I, I guess I guess what I'm seeing though here is like is something about the way that we're forced to behave. Maybe the ways that we're expected to behave are also something about uh, people not really being themselves. But I guess that was that. That's why I'm confused about this because this is online and this that's, is where people are just able to be exactly who they are. So why would you pretend to be somebody else? I mean, beyond like, oh, I'm gonna pretend to be Bill Gates and talk, make jokes about dropping <clears throat> bombs or something. I don't know, which is funny, but yeah. not funny. I think like of- funny, not funny, but funny. <laughs> right. I think about but like why would you, but why would you pretend to just be some random guy? No, that's a, record, it's really kind of my a, a point, big question. Right? Like, yeah. What, what, why that person? Like, like, why not a famous person? Like, an actually genuinely famous person. Why not? Why not online? You could pretend to be like, I don't and isn't know. That cat, that's catfishing. Really? Right? It is catfishing. So I'm very, I'm very puzzled. I'm very, so I'm, I'm a little disturbed about it, honestly. I am but too. But in a, in a very weird way, because it's like, well, I. Well, what's the purpose? Is to me like what is the yeah. motivation? Because I kind of want to be like, are you aware that someone's been impersonating you? Yeah. And if they go, uh, no. Yeah. What if they go? Yeah, there's some weird person on some other platform that's been pretending to be me. I'd be like, oh, phew. You already know. I don't have to break the news oh. to you. And what if they go? Yeah, that was me. And then I go, wait. Well, then why would you have done that? Yeah, it's so confusing. Either no, way. it is funny. I, I've run into some uh, some some people recently online from the old days who have like come back from the dead. Um, well, it was it was months ago, but I don't know. That was weird. It was weird. I, I was like talking. I was talking to an account, and they're like, "Hey, I'm this person." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Really? Are you what?" 
they're like, oh yeah, I came back to Twitter. The left, I got canceled or something, and I was like, did they actually? I was like speechless. I was literally, I like, no, I don't think they were like literally canceled. I think they perceived themselves as canceled or something like that. I also haven't talked to them since months ago, so. Who knows? You never know. Maybe they actually did win a trophy for town's best pedophile. <laughs> you literally never know. So one must like, It's kind of why I'm. No, I mean this this discussion is is really made me kind of think about. Like, maybe it's okay to just dip out. Maybe it's okay to just say goodbye to all this stuff. Let's see why not, right? I mean, all kinds of things could happen, right? I mean, like, okay, so let, let, let me maybe even think about it this way, right? Let me pretend that I, for a minute, am like a, a frequent poster on um, the automotive forums for my for my beautiful vehicle. Okay. And, th- and that I I post all the time about taking care of my vehicle on there. And it, over the years, there's the random, uh, as any as any message board will have. You have on topic forums and threads that'll be like questions about electrical wiring. This is the electrician's corner. Mm. Right? Yeah. Because they're categorized. And then they'll have one about, like, bam. And then there will be one, like, news. And then news will be, like, uh, new drops from the car company about cool new stuff. And it's, oh, like, new floor mats. (laughs) Right? And then there's going to be one that's, like, general crap. This is where you vent about things that have nothing to do with anything but you all like talking to each other so here keep this bullshit away from the (laughs) electrician's corner yeah definitely and that's what happens on those stupid things whether it's the automotive corner the knitters corner the gardening corner the bodybuilders corner the ship posting corner everyone develops these yeah yeah, they all develop these uh uh, I'll say parasocial, but they're not exactly parasocial because parasocial That's... implies like a one-sidedness that isn't present here because you're actually a person engaging with another individual on the well, other end of the computer. Well, it's just... a term for it because that's the term I was same term I was struggling to come up for a term for it earlier. So I don't know what you would call it though. It's like meta-social. Meta-social because it's, like, it's two-way. It's, like, it's two-way. It's like, it's like something. Yeah, metasocial actually is a great idea because it fits Unisocial? in. It fits into how we're in in within fifteen years we're going to be using VR basically to communicate within ten, within easily within five years. You and I will be probably doing this in some kind. You of know, we talk about VR we don't way. have flying cars, but we kind of do. It, it, kinda they're do. just called private jets, and we can't afford them, right? And, and they're going to come down. Eventually. We kind of talk about picture phones, but isn't that what Zoom is and Skype? And we've had that shit for a while, honestly. Yeah, this so. technology, the concept of what we're doing right now was invented in 1968, I believe. There's a whole yeah. documentary about it. But. The fact that I have a funny taco stand behind me as my background, that's just what Pee Wee was doing on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Except I'm doing it like in really cool tech ways. You know? Yeah, yeah no, no. I mean, that's the thing is that we ourselves, as the people who live in this unreality bubble that we live in ultimately compared to the rest of the world is that we are like putting on i mean it's not a profound statement to say but we are like putting on a performance for each other and not just in the zoom way or not just in the we're making a podcast way which is kind of funny i wasn't really thinking about that as i was saying it but we're 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 ultimately even if you and i were just talking with our voice i think these days 
most of us are trained to kind of like entertain each other as we have like a conversation is I don't I, I mean I like the idea that not everyone does it but huh. it's just funny to think of us all as performers I think Shakespeare had a quote or two about I mean that. all the world's a stage <laughs> yeah right I mean that's that's the moral of that story. Yeah. But I, anyway. I mean, right. I mean, but he's he's talking not just about like the acts and the times, right? It's the masks we wear, the performances we put on, right? But like, I mean, I, I, I can totally see someone in the knitters forum or in the automotive forum going, hey, I, 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 I have a kid now. So all of my spare income is not going to be going to the what's it's that go on my car it's now going to go into the fact that i have a kid I have to buy diapers now right like th that's real these these are like real scenarios right like it's not to say that you don't uh post anymore you don't work on your car but maybe you're just not a presence on the forums anymore maybe now you're taking your car in to get the oil changed for you instead of doing it yourself because now you have like a kid in tow you know like people's lives change right that, that, that's just a thing that's just an example and that's an ordinary one right um yeah. so why does someone leave online who knows right it doesn't even have to be anything nefarious right it doesn't have to be like they died or, you know like some some weird like uh story we want to make up right like it could just be i don't know they just they moved they that computer died they had to make new accounts and fuck it and they started all over right like who who doesn't do that right yeah. like so <clears throat> why why would they think let me let me try to go find all of these ridiculous people that i spoke th these these thousands and thousands of anonymous people that we just walk past every single day like when we're at the store when we're on a road when we're on a subway i mean you know, potentially like, like when i was incredibly transient <clears throat> i mean it's 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 bizarre to think kind of crazy but like i am almost certain i followed you before i even moved to santa fe not that i really remember anything you posted but i'm pretty sure i did which means that at some point i was f walking around the same town that you were and like we could have been looking at it there are phones seeing things like that's so fucking crazy I so I, you, not I, to mention i, I didn't met, even know what you looked like but like so i met someone uh <clears throat> uh once that was like Oh hey, you're 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 you, and I'm like yeah, I'm just me, right? We were like never met each other before, right? And we were just like oh hey, nice to meet you. Like, it was like I don't know, random party, right? Something like that. Just chatting as two strangers do, you know, I'll say sitting next to each other at the same mutual friends, but we don't know each other type of thing, you know? Like so yeah, you must be cool if you know. So you know, you do the oh, how do you know this person? Mm -hmm. Oh, your coworkers. Cool. Well, I I met them because of their partner, and I used to work with their partner. And now we're all here, and we don't actually know each other, right? So, as we're chatting and doing that whole blah 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 of niceties and pleasantries, we didn't have any actual overlap besides the fact that they were once in a band, and because they were once in a band, they had once gone on tour. 
And because they had gone on tour, they had once opened for a variety of other bands. And mm-hmm. so we were chatting about this, and I was like, oh, you opened for that band? That's so cool, blah. And then I was like, wait a minute, you opened for that band? I'm like, I saw that band on tour. I'm like, saw them when they were came to town in Los Angeles. I'm like, did you go to Los Angeles on that tour? And they were like, yeah. I'm like, I saw you perform. <laughs> like... 12 or 15 years ago for this band wow. when I was like in college. Wow. I'm like, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that at the how would I know that? I'm like, oh, that was a cool band anyway. Let's go get another beer. Okay, let's go. Yeah. That's all I did, right? But it was really cool to, to kind of for a minute recognize that this person who I'd never met before and otherwise had would have had no connection to, didn't grow up in the same city, didn't go to the same schools, didn't really know the same people until this exact moment. And we still didn't really know the same person, right? We met, we were still degrees of separation away. And then it turned out that we had actually been in the same exact room at the exact same time, unbeknownst to each other 15 years prior. But of course it's going to happen at some point, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. But to have actually sat down and discussed it and for it to have come up, right? We didn't had to we didn't had to have talked about how they used to have been in a band. It just came up, right? It's I don't know why or how. It was maybe a maybe a song was on the radio and I was like, "Hey, I love this band." And I they f- probably were like, "I once opened for them," right? It was probably something that stupid. It does was the, like just <laughs> Does the universe It wasn't is- like I was like it wasn't like the first thing that came up, you know? It wasn't like, "Oh, hey, I was, you know, it wasn't one of those things." <laughs> It's part of the universe's entropy. It needs us to like say those things when those, those chances come up. No, I think about this. This is you know because I'm always Kathy. Remember, I'm always talking about Grand Theft Auto music and how I know songs because they're from Grand Theft Auto. But this is the weirdest. This is very extremely similar to what you're just talking about. I was once in Denver and I was visiting uh, a friend there. We went to uh, one of his friend's concerts. This is like the third time, fourth time, fifth time maybe I'd seen them in concerts. Many times it's, they're a small band, you know, you just got to go and support them. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting at the show. It was, I remember this place called Scorpion, the Scorpion Room or something like that. Hilarious. And uh, the show's over and he comes down and they just, I don't know, it was kind of, a, it was like a release thing for their second album or something. And uh, he, the drummer tony he walks up to me and he goes and i don't know this probably i don't know if it embarrassed him or, or what but it was a very funny outcome he walks up to me and he goes um hey man so how'd you like the show and i was like oh it's really good you know it reminds me of this um song and this band's called and the black feathers and uh i said it reminds me of this song uh in grand theft it's weird it's so weird it reminds me of the song grand theft auto 5 um by a band called the orwells and i don't even listen to music like this but do you do you have you ever like heard of that band or whatever he goes i used to be in that band and they kicked me out (laughs) and it's true like and they have a different lead singer he just like happened to be in another band that sounded exactly like it wow yeah but i was blown away and yeah it's true i asked my friend he said it was true so (laughs) Yep, that's that's it's it. Like, it's like <laughs> it's like going up to Paul McCartney and being like, "What do you mean you were in a band before?" We? He looked like, "Oh yeah, I used to be in a band that was high in a high enough profile to get their music into Grand Theft Auto." 
Uh, but now I'm just uh, this place with 24 people in the audience. So thanks for pointing that out. This basically his look. Oh my god. <laughs> Pretty good. I love that. Uh, Dude, but the awkwardness moment in my life. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine though? You're like, yeah, I just released my second album with this band. We're kind of kicking it. Got five people in the audience here. Two of them just walked up to me and made me feel like shit. By accident, even. Because <laughs> well, at the same time, how bittersweet to be like, man, at least my work is being recognized. Yeah, I got a good ear, I guess. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this guy he can listen to music. He picks him out. Picks him out so well, he makes me feel terrible. No. On the spot. <laughs> no, I've been wanting to tell that story for a long time. I just didn't know how to the venue for it. This is perfect. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Have you ever been catfished? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think so. I think at least once. Let me think about... I, I know I have. Let me just... I definitely have a story. <sighs> Let me think for a second. I want to say yes. I can't... Let me think. Let me think, like... Well, I'll say this. No immediately emotional thing pops up. So, like, I'm going to say probably not but i want to say maybe in like high school or with aim names or mm-hmm. something like that i don't know you tell me though what do you what do you got well mine definitely dates back to high school okay so yeah aim names these were of course like anybody could be on aim anybody could go into any chat room right and very similarly to message boards right there would be chat rooms about all kinds of things about knitting and automotive <laughs> electricians over here electricians corner over yeah. here <laughs> and of course just like everything else you know everyone has a name you know the cable uh, strangler 69. yeah <laughs> yeah no way that's dangerous <laughs> grounded plug <laughs> Grounded underscore plug underscore. <laughs> their, their avatar is like that thing that like uh, is that. Um, it's just like a cord that goes into a wall with like a wire that comes out of it. Yeah. Um, you have H E one one A underscore C zero zero L. Uh, who is in electrician's corner but specializes in refrigerators. Oh my- Yes. Yeah. Totally. This is what we're talking about. So my uh, oh my god, I'm just So my so dad my pretend dad we're hella cool. Even, put it this way. Even my underscore. father exchanges in online forms, okay? So No, literally anyone in the world cuz this is what happens, right? And especially if you're like in some kind of a niche forum. Like, I'm here for refrigerator and refrigerator advice, right? Like, it's very niche. Yeah. And somewhere there's going to be, like, a thread that's nothing but, like, My dad. hot ladies in bikinis Post. standing up against fridges. And that's, like, you're going to feel things you never felt before. <laughs> the way they cradle that Freon. Not letting the fridge tip over. Why? It's, it just does something to me. It's so delicate. Yeah. 
That's a delicate balance. It makes my blood run cold. <laughs> well, as a, as, a, as a good refrigerant might, you know. But you have to have the right one for the right application. Which is why you go to the uh, the electrician. Boy, HVAC I'd let forms. her override my voltage anytime. <laughs> I check her engine light <laughs> <laughs> and make sure everything's squared away <laughs> appropriately to the manufacturer's instructions. <laughs> I'd run a diagnostic test on her and make sure that nothing was out of place. <laughs> <laughs> I would do a thorough MRI scan. <laughs> I'm looking for cracks in the engine I would box. offer her a glass of water and invite her to sit down. <laughs> I'm so glad this is our own podcast. Uh, we can make as many of those jokes as we want meanwhile there's some guys <laughs> typing hey guys this is the electrician's corner can you take this over to general bullshit yeah i think you need to uh you need to take this uh this car related talk to to the car forums to the car corner <laughs> of the car forums it's yeah. called kids for cars corners <laughs> We have a lot of fun here on the forums, but you know what? We take our moderating duties here very seriously. <laughs> yeah, please take that to Ferrari chat. Thank you. Uh, what would be the refrigerator of Ferraris? I would argue perhaps... Sub-Zero? Or... Does Dyson make a fridge? <laughs> if, they did, if they did, it would be that for sure. You know what, Dice? If Dyson made a fridge, it would hold <laughs> six cans. If Dyson made a fridge, it would hold six cans and chill them in like thirty seconds. <laughs> but only six cans. <laughs> it's like there's always some dramatic drawback to like the design. <laughs> yeah, the 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 Tesla fridge, which has nothing but hard edges, so like you can't have it in a home with children. Although, although ironically, just today I saw someone tweeting about the the new Cybertruck looking. Like it's made of several different refrigerator panels, and it does. Did you also see that it's like being held together with duct tape? Yeah, I and guess like this... only for shipping, but it's definitely duct tape. Yeah, which... and like the seams are like all like fucked up. They're not like cut in the right places, and it looks like they're supposed to be like that. <laughs> of course they are. I'm the official spokesperson <laughs> for Tesla yeah, automotive. It's true. true. It's our first act of criminal message. Uh, let piracy. me actually say it out loud right now that I'm not. Yes. <laughs> so they, just we're just relieved of all legal liability. Yeah. Ooh. JK. <laughs> yeah. Once you say psych and JK, you're it's, totally yeah, it's psych. True. It's like it's like it's like uh what is it? Um like when you do the cootie shot, what is it? <laughs> Superstition. Line, line, dot, dot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Home only thing. Let me, let me go to my memory branks. Dot, yes. dot, or something. Uh -huh. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Oh, it's funny. I. Hold on. I'm going to look up cootie shot. I'm Same. getting it in my. Cootie shot. Yeah. And if, if nothing is reality, then real life, then there you go. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you've got the cootie shot. That's it. Um, there is a wikipedia.org entry for cooties. Oh. Um, for you're gonna other. Share, you're going to have to share this yeah. screen, Kathy. 
<laughs> I'm not. We're not getting out of this episode without going down this rabbit hole now. So no, we are not okay. So <laughs> for other uses, see Cootie's disambig disambiguation disambiguation. I am really struggling with that today. Film. Cooties may also oh like, horror oh comedy. I'm sorry. No, we have to start from the top. Oh, Brian. Excuse me. Says yes. Cooties is a fictional communicable disease. <laughs> That's perfect for reality issues, honestly. Uh, I like the idea of a fictional communicable disease. That means that it no, it's not a communicable disease. It means that it's. <laughs> I guess you could say that. Cooties, film, a 2014 American horror comedy. Yeah, interesting. Cooties, a 2022 album by Bugs, an Australian three-piece rock band from Brisbane, Australia, Queensland, okay. Okay. that formed in 2014. Interesting. And Cooties, a song from the 2002 musical Hairspray. But, like, not the original one, I guess. Cooties is a fictitious childhood disease commonly represented as child lore oh no start new tab click control click child lore one word very weird don't like that word at all it is used in the u.s canada australia new zealand and the philippines as a rejection term yeah. oh. i'm already reading ahead and an infection tag game such as humans versus zombies oh. it is similar to the british to the British dreaded Lurgy. I thought it was the breaded Luigi first. <laughs> the breaded Luigi? Yes. The dreaded... That's the veal parmesan. The veal parmesan. The breaded Luigi. Come over here and give, give your I'm uncle Luigi a little breading. I'm parmesan. veal Luigi. The breaded I'm just going to walk into an Italian restaurant and be like, Can Yo, I get a give, dreaded Luigi? Give, give me it's some cockney rhyming slay. <laughs> Give me some bread and Luigi. Uh, oh, similar and to the... Terms. I'm going to stop talking. You can talk. I'm sorry. It is similar to the British dreaded Lurgy. And to terms used in the Nordic countries. Mm. Italy, India, and Iraq. Iraq is in a Nordic country? Is that what it's implying uh, here? No, it, did, it oh. was it, using the commas oh, here, okay. too. Commas. It didn't use the Oxford comma, so it's... It does make it seem like Italy, India, and Iraq are the... Brian logs in to insert the comma, and so he understands how to read. Um, A child is said to catch cooties through close contact with an infected person or from an opposite-sex child of a similar age. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Wow. Oh. Uh, it looks like at some point lice was described as a cootie, oh. which is a really rude thing to associate with breaded Luigi's. <laughs> the dreaded Lurgy, the cooties game developed during the early 1950s polio epidemic. Oh my, wow. Hold on, let me back up. In addition to the cooties games, the term cooties was popularized in America in the 1950s by military personnel coming back from service alongside the British in the South Pacific. I knew it when I saw the top. I was like the British Empire when they started talking about the top. Like the British dreaded Lurgy. Lurgy, the cooties game developed in the 1950s polio epidemic and became associated with dirt and contagion. So this was like 
<laughs> I don't read 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 between the lines here is what I think. Mm -hmm. The lice of the First World War tr trenches, nicknamed cooties, were also known as arithmetic bugs because they added to our troubles, subtracted from our pleasures, divided our attention, and multiplied like hell. That is some wordplay that I'm surprised. Like, how many people could... <laughs> what was literacy like when oh, they were making this joke? So not only could you circle, circle, dot, dot, now oh. you've got the cootie shot... You could be circle, circle, knife, knife. Now you've got it all your life. Oh. Wow. I don't know if you could ever come back from that one. Yeah. It would be really it would be really cool to pretend like be like, oh, you've got cooties. Hey, let me give you the cootie shot. And you start off circle, circle. And you go, ah. Oh everything's good and then uh-oh plot twist it's not the dot dot you have come to expect but it's the knife knife I that feel... means you've got but a few precious seconds to withdraw your hand before you've got it all your life so i i, th I think uh i think the circle circle knife knife would be good if you ever get a chance to wish cooties upon your enemy never more in my life have i realized that we are like the real life podcasting version of like Rust and Marty from True Detective. Like this is the level of what we're applying here. Like I love this. So child lore. <laughs> child lore. This really is it. This Which is, is what the they do. This is what they would do. Oh my god, this is incredible. Child lore. Uh, the best-known child lore fol folklorists are Iona Margaret Balfour Opie and Peter Mason Opie, who gave us both the jar and Opie from Opie and Anthony. Not to be confused from Opie from The Andy Griffith Show. That's a different Opie. The subject matter of child lore includes the traditions of children between the ages of about 6 and 15, such as games, riddles, rhymes, jokes, pranks, superstitions, magical practices, wit, lyrics, guile, epithets, nicknames, torments, parody, oral legislation, seasonal customs, tortures, obscenities, codes, etc., as well as individual activities such as solitary play, daydreaming, fantasies, imaginary friends, and heroes, collections, scrapbooks, model worlds, comic reading, Mass media interests, dramatizations, stories, art, etc. This is like um, crazy. I mean, I, I'm totally, this is a, a concept that I've never even. It is particularly concerned with those activities which are learned and passed on by children yeah. to other children. And, and it must be incredibly difficult to study. Because it's like they don't know why you're wanting to study and they want to keep everything private when you're a kid. You just, you know. Your, your little jokes and your games and stuff. That's so, wow. Oh, uh, one of these child lore folklorists said that the words of one game, Buck Buck, had survived from the time of the Roman Empire, Roman Empire, specifically the Emperor Nero. Wow. Buck Buck, also known as Johnny on a Pony, or Johnny on the Pony, is a children's game with several variants. Uh, one player climbs another's back, and the climber guesses the number of certain objects out of sight. As, earlier, as early as the 16th century, children in Europe and the Near East played Buck Buck, 
which had been called Baka Baka Quot Sint Hook. I don't, I don't, I, that's, I guess, Latin. I don't know what that means, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, the, Hold on. in the United Kingdom. <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. I don't, it'll put you on a list if you say these stories. Yeah, I can't say it. I'm not allowed. In the United Kingdom, the game is sometimes called High Cockalorum, but has a large number of different names in various local dialects. That's not allowed. High Cockalorum. Spelled exactly how you think it is, dear listener. <laughs> Polly on the mop stick. <laughs> Not allowed strong, to say these words. <laughs> strong horses, weak donkeys. <laughs> hunch, cutty, hunch. Montekitty. Husky, fusky, finger, thumb. High Jimmy knacker. <laughs> Jump the knacker, one, two, three. Wally acker. Warney echo. Stagger loney. Pomperino. And trust. Trust. In which... a variety of parts of the British Isles. I want you to pick one of these right now because you were the person who just read that. Which one of these should be the name of the episode? Husky Fusky Finger Thumb. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. It is apparently played in Mexico where it is known oh. as Waterbug. Oh, that's or like a normal agua. two words. In Chile, it is called Little Brass Horse. <laughs> It is apparently played in South Korea, in Turkey, apparently in Bill Cosby's 1967 comedy album, Revenge. It includes a track called Buck Buck, in which he describes playing the game as a child oh. in Philadelphia and in New York, where Fat Albert is described as the baddest Buck Buck breaker in the entire world. It uh, introduces Fat Albert. Uh, in the 2014 20 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, the turtles use a game of Buck Buck as an attack. That is key to their defeat. Wow. I, I need to know. There's definitely a clip of that. It's from 2014, so. I'm going to see if I can find anything. The husky, fusky, finger, or thumb. There's another one that should be screenshotted and put on Twitter. It's like incredible. <laughs> Am I even allowed to type the words no. buck into YouTube? <laughs> Only because you're previously an educator and you've observed and you have, I don't know. I'm not. I don't care. Put me on whatever list. No, you're you're allowed. See, it's here's it's a, a good old game of buck buck. This one, this person actually makes a reference to Bill Cosby by saying Fat Albert style. Oh, wow. I guess that's where they learned it. I would just like to remind us that this is also called Husky Fusky Finger Thumb. 
Something makes me think that in the Roman era, when everyone was doing this in the nude, um, that the game was a tiny bit different. I would guess so. I would guess so. That's all I'm going to say. But, you know, I'm glad that 2,000-year-old uh, traditions can be kept up, I think. No. Wait, I'm not. Not in general. But this is fascinating as a cultural thing. The Here's Bill Cosby. another angle. video. It's very, very, very interesting. Here's another video of well, people really playing Buck Buck, apparently in Charlottesville, North Carolina. This is another group of men. This time they are in shorts and t-shirts and in a muddy... Racing for the jumpers. In, in a little muddy bit of lawn. And I guess men are supposed to line up, uh, let's say all in a row, standing up, and then they kind of lean over to make like an S shape with their bodies. They're all huddled together. And then once they've done this, uh, let's say 10 of them have done this together, then a separate group of men start trying to land on top of this group as they all stand together. And I guess they win when they pile the most men on top of each other is what it looks like. Yeah. Um, I don't see very many. Oh, and um, here's another video that says the right way to buck buck i guess this i'm so gonna we're gonna be impressed with these people's buck bucking yeah, 23 subscribers uploaded 13 years ago oh yeah these are like adults yeah and this is again also shirtless men like college a variety of men of, of a variety of body types which i celebrate them for for yeah. being inclusive <laughs> they don't want to feel any of their friends feel left out right. i feel like indeed that 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 gent might even have an advantage I, I i do think it's interesting that they put him in the middle maybe that's necessary for structural advantage yeah perhaps we'll see maybe they've done this so many times piled themselves on top look that guy is really he, he really hiked up his shorts there yeah, no, so they all, like, hang on to each other. Like, they're all, like, uh, coming in for a rough landing at the airport. Like, yeah. they look like the cards that tell you to bend and duck over. Yeah, like, not human centipede. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, that guy got really far. So so he jumped, and, and he landed on the row of men, and he's at the far front. And then Oh! Um, he, he, that, that's the second gentleman dove face first into the gentleman's ass in front of him. <laughs> oh! He, he landed on, clear on top. Oh, yeah, wow. I, if, 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 if this were a bunch of Roman boys doing this, I can see yeah. that they wouldn't be mm -hmm. in soccer shorts. They would be in, uh, uh, uh maybe nothing yeah. even, maybe loincloths and they would all be celebrating each other's. Again, this is a celebration of the male physique. I, I celebrate and applaud them that they um, can grow out like this. And see, this is what I meant. Like, I don't understand girls' night or boys' night. Like, I, I don't understand the actual need or desire to do this. Like, uh, I guess cheerleaders do this too. Is they pile on top of each other and they go, "Hey, what? What if we piled more and more people on top of each other?" And they go, yeah, let's have competitions where we see how high we can pile people up. And I go, nah. 
I think I'd rather like just I'm gonna have a snack or something. This is this video continues for what appears to be like another like two minutes of of, of people just trying to land on each other and and make a pile of people. Oh. Yeah, these are actually, this is a video of, like, athletes playing this, really. Like, yeah. This is, this is interesting. But I guess this game dates back to... Oh. I am blown away at this point. This is... <laughs> anyway. Johnny on a pony. Johnny on the pony. Holly on the mop stick. Strong horses, weak donkeys. Oh, yeah, I put the lightest punch, person Cuddy, punch. Hi, Jimmy Knacker. That's hi, Jimmy Knacker. Jump the knacker, one, two, three. Jump the knacker, one, two, three. Oh, they gotta give up. Wow, that was actually um, considering how like rare that video is to find on YouTube, someone playing this like kind of obscure child's game, and we got into this. I feel like we have just like we did it. That was good. Like man, this is incredible. Child. I'm war. kind of stunned. Yeah, I'm, I feel I'm, like... I'm more stunned about the. Uh... Dong dong dong, demon. Yeah, let's listen. directly to the real Dong Dimun, East Grand Gate of Seoul, Korea, and Nam, Nam Dimun to the real Nam Dimun, the South Grand Gate. Wow. This might be, hold on, there's another one. This might actually be perfect for us to end on because yeah, I have to go get that's ready. Right. That's right. What a day. Brian, yeah, what me, a day. Yeah, let me let me just kind of recap in my mind what we've talked about here. We've talked about um, child lore. We've talked about... God, we've gone so many different places. Where did we start? Not even... Oh, online identities and catfishing and stuff. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get more into that at some point, I'm sure. We'll have to. There's so <clears> much <throat> there, it's I an think. unavoidable topic, and I think that it's fun to talk about. And, um, yeah, we... Have each spent our entire lives basically online, so plenty to talk about. 
Um, I don't know. This is, uh, yeah, this is great. I feel like we've arrived at a very, um, oh, well, well, I do have one uh, addendum to the end of this. I feel like we've arrived at like an interesting point of research there. Oh, oh, uh, you were going to play the song to play us out. Um, oh, but it's okay. What I was going to that can maybe be the song, <laughs> and this can just be our final thought. Okay, so what I was going to say is that, um, well, what was I going to say? Now I lost it in that moment where I was. Oh, well, something about exploring the the yeah. rabbit hole of child lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think well. I, not that I'm going to go down that hole myself specifically. I'm going to pick up a book on it first, maybe, or something. But um, that is uh, completely fascinating because you can't study it and you can't know. But children pass things. It's like that uh, there's like this little tiny layer of like things that, you know, like you knew and I knew and everyone else knew when they were like a child, right? If we were in like the exposed to other children in, in society at some point, mm -hmm. even as little as, you know, you might have or I might have. But, like, there is information and knowledge that children only share with each other. And it's funny to think about this, like, weird meta layer of information mm -hmm. that you could, like, hide with children and then pull out later. It's, it's definitely, like, a concept for a film or something like that. But, like, um, also that music you're playing, I think, was actually used in Squid Game. Uh Well, I look forward to thinking also about how uh, how children see the world and their reality of child lore versus our adults' reality of child lore. Because I feel like that's also part of the... Um, uh, I think it's also made for like a rife bit of pop culture, right? It's it's got us things like Peter Pan. And it's got us things like um, Slenderman. Yeah, like uh, 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 what's the other one that I was just thinking of? Like uh, Drop Dead Fred. Whenever not is that what it is? Where that little girl has an imaginary friend who's like mischievous. It is. Or something like that. I don't know. It's, called, it's something like that. But like, there there has to be all kinds of other movies or stories about children with imaginary friends, right? Like The Sixth Sense, right? Um, yeah, I'm certain that I Haley have imaginary Joel Osment is like, I see somebody, and everyone's like, you're just a kid. What do you know? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, of course, the for folks who have seen the movie, they know it takes a completely different turn. Yes. Um, but that is how it starts. It starts as basically the figment of a child's imagination, right? So yeah. there's lots of stories like that that create, um, uh, shall we say, conflict. They create the drama, the interest of the story. So I'm kind of interested in finding else where else there's child lore. Um, if yeah. it's true that child lore is what children pass to each other, then that means it's not Disney either. And are are they not just because children have such an unfocused idea of the present and stuff? Are they not just like the shamans of today? You know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. online doing their TikTok shit and guide, oh, guiding culture. You know, <gasps> prophets. Well, there's one thing I <clears throat> a reality TV related. I watch. I will give a reco on this one. Um, there's mm -hmm. a, a some there's a Netflix show called Down for Love. It's only four episodes. 
It's about uh, these, let's say, 19 to 22-year-old people in uh, New Zealand uh, trying to seek, uh, like, coupling and companionship or even just, like, uh, some kind of bond or whatever. And everyone is... um, Everyone has an intellectual disability. It's mostly people who are affected by uh, a chromosomal difference, like Downs in one way or another, but not uh, not universally true between all the uh, people covered in the episodes. And I, <laughs> it is made in a, it is made in the way that all shows made about anyone of interest by their own group. Uh, at the end mm-hmm. of every episode, it says produced by this nonprofit organization that is. You know, responsible for the care. Well, that's kind of neat. It's very smart. Like, as opposed that it's not just like it's not exploitative in any way in my mind. No, because it's Mm -hmm. it seems like they walked into a pre-existing organization that was already doing these things, and then Mm -hmm. said, "Let's take a look at this on camera." That's all they did. So it was. It's not like they invented a show. They just kind of like document what is happening. It's very cool. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend going to take a look at it. It'll, It'll 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 definitely break some tears onto your face, and it'll make you feel good. And uh, everyone on the show ends up feeling good, too, for the most part, too. There's not too much uh, disappointment. It's really about uh, feeling feeling good and, and understanding uh, human connection. I really, really enjoyed it. It's different. If you want to feel bad, however, then I yes. suggest you watch the, two se- the original two seasons of My Strange Addiction and the new season of My Strange Addiction. Um, and then I suggest you not do that. But you can if you want to, because I, I did, and I... I I At some point, we'll talk about it. Okay, good. I can't watch shows like that. They, uh, it brings me to a weird place. Uh, well, yes. Everyone, for sunshine and rainbows. Yes. Uh, go go enjoy everyone at home, whatever you do. Now that you're not listening to the podcast. Go do it. I this has been 6-3-B. 6-3-B. Yeah, it was uh, September 1st. Now we're leaving. Goodbye, recording. Okay, bye. Pressing the stop Soft, button. nostalgic chimes linger, echoing the playful ambience from earlier. Well, Reality Issues listeners, another deep dive into the world of the past and present comes to a close. It's your trusty narrator, retired President Obama with the Chaos Emeralds, bidding you a fond farewell for now. Navigating the intricate tapestry of our online relationships, cuties, and the magic of child lore has truly been an enlightening journey, wouldn't you say? And it's these shared moments of introspection and laughter that make this community so special. To all our dedicated listeners, thank you for granting us the privilege of your time and the expanse of your mind. Without you, these discussions wouldn't be half as lively or impactful. If today's episode resonated with you or even made you chuckle, we urge you to share it. But remember, tell the right friends, the ones who would appreciate this mosaic of history, humor, and heartfelt conversations. After all, there's nothing quite like sharing a secret treasure with a kindred spirit. Until next time, stay curious, stay genuine, and always remember... The best stories are the ones we share. The final chimes fade, leaving behind a warm, comforting silence.